0: This episode is dedicated in loving memory to the Macy's at the Lloyd Center. It's Tanya Harding this week on Why Do You Know That?
1: Welcome to Why Do You Know That? The party podcast that wants to know why you know so much about a very specific topic. I'm Nadia Osman.
0: I'm Steve Slaga. Hi, Steve. Hi, Nadia. Oh, so
1: we are... Uh Uh-oh. What is it? No. (laughs) So Nadia came.
0: Nadia, Nadia came fully loaded.
1: You sound so concerned. Uh, you know what? It's it's okay. This Britney Spears documentary. Okay, really got. It's really gotten to me.
0: I haven't seen it yet, but like, I'm hearing. I need to. I think I thought it was. I don't know. I guess it's like a real like bomb drop. Um. So I think I need to check it out.
1: Yeah, it's. I mean, a lot of it is just like it really goes into just like how, how badly she got treated. You know what I oh, mean? Oh yeah. Just like, and when we look back on it now, it's it's, it's not a one to one. But I think we we really did Britney dirty, and we really did Monica Lewinsky dirty. Oh yeah. There's there's many women throughout history we've well, done dirty too. But uh, as far as
0: public scrutiny, like Britney Spears, we not just it, it, when it happened also, because this was a time when like paparazzi was huge. Social media hadn't really taken, uh, hadn't really taken hold in the way where celebrities were like, oh, I'm going to control what you see of my life, making mm-hmm. paparazzi unnecessary. Cause I I'll do the exposure for myself. Um, and so it was a really weird pocket of time where it was kind of like, anything goes. Like if you were an actress, like, you were there was going to be some pervert asshole try and get up your skirt photos taken at every moment like so a really perfect storm of everything and timing I think also was a
1: yeah I got the same vibes as what I saw um the Amy Winehouse documentary where I was just like oh she's so young so talented so beautiful just like destroyed by her own family and demons and so much you know the who else
0: <laughs> you know who else is talented but One could say destroyed by their own demons.
1: Hmm. And their family wasn't all that great to begin with. It kind of messed them up. But not singing, but skating. But not singing. (laughs) We'll get into that in a second. Britney Spears
0: of of the ice. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Honestly, kind of. Yeah, we're going to stick with that. The Britney Spears of the Ice. Uh, let me introduce our wonderful guest. You know, as an acting comedian, and you've seen her on Abby's, please welcome Kimia Bapornia. Hello.
2: Hello! Yes. Hi. Oh, that. See, I was worried about that. Oh, <laughs> it
0: happens. It happens. <laughs> he heard he heard us talking about, you know what it is, is he's wondering where the Christina doc is.
2: Oh, yeah. You think that that's. Yeah. Yeah, my dog is a big Christina fan. And he's.
0: Uh, Christina Doc <laughs> has actually been released at Co Stars share. It's called Burlesque.
2: There you go. You know, he stopped barking, so he's happy with this version of the <laughs> doc, I guess. One of the greatest, worst movies ever. <laughs> True. The face is a canvas. <laughs>
1: uh, <laughs> every now and then, I will think about that like so much money was poured into that movie. And I'll go, how and why?
0: Well, Uh, I think of it, um, especially this time of year, like everyone is rightfully wondering why James Corden was nominated for a Golden Globe. People are wondering mm -hmm. why I May Destroy You was not like a lot of very valid points. And then I have to just kind of be like, well, Burlesque was nominated for Best Musical or Comedy. So like... (laughs)
1: So nothing matters. Yeah. Just like, just like Olympic gold.
0: Yeah.
2: Okay. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's a little, it's what we're going to get to is a little arbitrary. So today we are going to be talking about the Tonya Harding story. Her ups her downs, the whole, the Nancy Kerrigan of it all. I am sure many of you listening have heard a lot of this, or you might have even seen the movie I, Tanya*. but we're going to get into that stuff anyway. Kimia, why do you know that?
2: Why do I know Tanya? Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Oh, I see. Okay. Uh, I, well, look at this. My mom wanted me to be a figure skater. Like, I took skating lessons, and I hated it. Uh, But we would, we watch all the skating events together and the winter Olympics and things like that. And my mom will always point at the TV and be like, that could have been you. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> I don't want, <laughs> I don't really want that for myself. I don't I guess, want right?
0: your life.
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, but I guess it could have been me. Sure. Anyway, so I've been watching skating for a while and this is like, I guess, one of the most interesting things in skating to me is this, like the the gendering of skaters and the like boxes they have to put themselves in. And Tanya Harding is like the ultimate, like broke out of the box, <laughs> very unapologetic. Uh, and then so I've like read a bunch of articles on Tanya, and I've seen the the like ESPN doc, I've seen I Tanya, which felt very vindicating for me as a viewer to watch that movie. And uh, you know, just is like, just like so interesting to me what uh, we did to her. I say that she's an American hero cause we created her and she's certainly a hero for living through everything that we did to her. And uh, though like, um, she's not great. You know, she doesn't take responsibility
0: for That's anything. That's okay. That's <laughs> called duality. And we need to be able to recognize <laughs> that we can like love a person mm-hmm and hate a person often for the same thing yeah.
2: yeah
1: yeah it's interesting that you point out well two things one that uh your your parents got you into a thing that you were like i don't know um because when i was a kid i was a swimmer uh i did a uh, competitive swimming and uh although i really did like it there hit a point where i was like well oh, i don't like this enough to go to the olympics and i could just see the light fade out of my father's eyes it's <laughs> like but But, but we had plans. I'm like, wait, what do you mean? We, who's this? We, Yeah. (laughs) like to the point where it was like, I could just tell he was like, but this is how you pay for college. Why would you not want to keep swimming? I'm like, "Uh, because I don't know. I don't want to keep waking up at 4am. So there's that. (laughs) And then the guilting of your mom later being like, this could have been you. Because I feel like every Olympics, that's my dad. When swimming comes on, he'll be like, remember when you did that? Remember when you could have done when you could have gone to Olympics? And I'm like, no. And then he'll be like, you could have swam for Egypt. I'm like, I don't even know that that's true. I don't even know that that's legally allowed. <laughs> I think I think I'd have to like go live there for a while and train there. I don't think I could just like switch countries. Well,
0: Gus Kenworthy just- did. What's that? Gus Kenworthy is um, training for. Um, he's on the the UK team. He says that his mom's British and he's honoring her. So, you know, so you there you that. go. There you go. You have both sides. Duality, like I said, <laughs>
1: <laughs> on yeah. the one hand, I'm like, mm, sounds like parental guilt. On the other hand, I do kind of get it, though. If you were training your whole life and this was your goal and you're like, you know what? Honestly, if I do the, you know, I, I, the arts version is like regional theater. <laughs> you become part of the regional touring company of something or national tour. So, like you're making a living doing the thing just because you didn't hit big time Broadway. doesn't make you any less of a person. If you're professionally going for the thing and, and professional sports costs so much money to get into in the first place, which is a big part of Tanya's story.
2: Totally. Like that. She
1: yes. grew up poor. Um. So Kimmy, why don't you give us a little bit of a rundown on like, uh what if if aliens came down and they're like what is a Tanya Harding?
0: Oh. The first, how, okay. the first like a, question. The f- yeah, first yeah, question. not
1: not what's your carbon-based life system, not a take a steer leader, but what is a Tanya?
2: Wow, these aliens are tight. I love them. Okay, so they come down and they're like well, what is a Tanya Harding? I'm like absolutely. Okay, come into my house. <laughs> like all right, a <laughs> Let me make you Harding. drink. Yes uh absolutely we'll make these aliens a cocktail and sit them down and we'll say so okay well let's assume they know every- <laughs> i don't know why i'm making more alien rules <laughs> they, they know what figure skating is and they know all that shit so words i say i don't need to over explain a johnny harding aliens uh is a uh woman who grew up you know in trailers pretty poor in uh in oregon and uh Wasn't really great at much, um, but was fantastic at figure skating. Was so good on the ice. Uh, So good that she went to the Olympics for it, of course. Trained very hard. She didn't really fit the mold of a figure skater, uh, but that is what I think, uh, attributed to her demise. She got caught in what I call the incident with Nancy Kerrigan and then now can never ever skate again. And that is my review for aliens, but I left out all the nuance, which is, you know, my favorite part of a Tanya.
1: Oh, yeah, because there's a lot of nuance. There's uh, the fact that she tried to get into boxing. There's her ex-husband. There's, yes. uh, there's- all the recent documentaries about her. Uh, the fact that she won Worst Cooks in America Celebrity Edition.
2: <laughs> okay, that one I didn't know. That's...
0: Amazing. Uh, <laughs> Do you win awesome. by being the best of the worst or by being the, like I feel to win worst cooks. Does that mean you did the worst?
1: Yeah. Apparently the show takes on uh 12 summer, turn 12 to 16 consistence with bad cooking skills through a culinary boot camp to earn a cash prize. Yeah. Um, and in the celebrity edition, I believe that uh, you're winning it for charity. Uh, and Yeah, you're supposed to get to the point where you can cook a restaurant-quality three-course meal for food critics. Uh, So who's to to
0: stop someone like Tanya Harding with a, let's say, checkered past from lying about how bad of a cook they are so that they can easily win? Like, who's to say Tanya Harding wasn't just, like, in her audition tape, like, oh, me, oh, my, I can't figure out cereal. Oops. Oh, totally.
2: Just (laughs) so that,
0: like, the bar was low enough that she could get on the show and then win.
2: I don't know if you know how shows work, but especially that show is absolutely a big fakey fake.
0: Okay, yeah. <laughs>
2: like oh, not yeah. that bad. Yeah, <laughs> like, I okay. my favorite part is that
1: Taryn Manning walked off the show. She, <laughs> <laughs> sh- I don't know what happened, but at some point very early on, Taryn went, I'm done, no thank you, and left.
0: That happened on Nailed It, um, one of the guest judges. I don't remember what episode, but it's on the show. Like, it wasn't just like cut out of the edit, but like he didn't realize how long it was going to take. So he oh, yes. literally left and came back. Um, Pick up
1: his kid from school yeah. or something.
0: And he really did. That really happened. Because <laughs> he didn't know you had to sit there and watch them cook all day. Oh so God. like they show him and he's like, I've got to, I can come back, but I've got to go. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Amazing.
1: Um, yeah, all right, so let's let's get into a little bit of maybe like the early life, so how oh, really are to. So Portland, Oregon, uh, uh, gets into skating when she's like four, yeah. uh, and during her her hardened youth, is how I'm going to rephrase it. Uh, she was hunting. She would do drag races. She learned automotive mechanics. She did a bunch of like odds and ends jobs, just like literally trying to survive. I mean, can you Absolutely. imagine?
0: Nah.
2: She, no, and she, this is great. She skated like where the the skating rink she went to was in the middle of the local mall, which is uh, amazing. And she worked at like a potato stand in that same mall. So she would like go 4 a.m. skate at the, rink and then walk over to like hawk potatoes for a job and then like go to school back to the mall to skate. It was like kind of it that's that's what she did.
1: <laughs> it's a hard life. And you you gotta feel for a person, I think, when they go through that much at that young an age. It's Especially the Lloyd
0: Center.
2: Yes.
1: Uh, yes, or the uh, the Ice Chalet, the Lloyd yeah.
0: Center. Um, yep. Anchor stores yeah. include Macy's, but that... Oh, no, it closed last month. Oh, no. Guys, the, the Macy's whole at Center? the Lloyd Center. No, just the Macy's. Oh, <laughs> Ulta, Ross, okay, so Dress just- for... I don't know, because the other three flagship stores are Alta Ross, Dress for Less, and Barnes and & Noble. Um, mm. Sears, Nordstrom, and Marshalls are already gone. So let's all say a prayer for the Lloyd Center. Um to yeah. so whatever yes. God That's you
1: follow. <laughs> um, just make sure that they hear it, that the Lloyd Center is going to be okay. Um, yeah, the, I mean, at one point, uh, so that, okay, so at the Lloyd Center is where her mother, quite a character, would mm-hmm. go and watch her and kind of verbally abuse her while she skated. Uh, yes. What What do we think of uh, her mother, whose name is Lavana, I believe.
2: Yeah, Lavanna's not great. Uh, Lavanna and her her bird—that thing—I <laughs> it was. It's so funny that it's in the movie, but it has to be in Itania because it's. I don't know if you guys have seen the documentary, but she just like is drunk with a bird on her shoulder. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> it, she Lavanna's not great, but you're also like ugh, all of these people in this story because I love all of them so much are blameless to me where i'm like yeah lavana was a drunk who was so mean to her daughter but she like had nothing and like poured everything into this daughter that i guess you would grow to resent if like you work to pay for her skating and then all your tips went to just her skating and then like she they all have attitude problems so of course they're not gonna get along
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I
2: mean, yeah, she was
1: sewing her kids' uh, outfits because they couldn't afford to purchase them. Because, again, professional sports is expensive and it's not something you can really get into seriously without a little bit of VC funding from somebody, trust fund, whatever, your own money, or uh, doing it this way. Mm -hmm. Uh, tanya
2: would also get a lot of her funding i guess from the i forget their initial their official name but the skating foundation of like official figure skaters like she would get a lot of scholarships and stuff which mm -hmm. is kind of bad for tanya because then you extra had to like present yourself in the way that they wanted you to be like a dainty little figure skater girl and she was like (laughs) that's hard for me i'm not gonna do that and but she had to do that to get money, to wear outfits, to look the way they wanted her to look. It's a terrible. What a vicious cycle, man. Yeah. A
0: yeah. lot of there's a cycle of abuse from her family and the cycle of just having a lot of a lot of vicious cycles. Yeah.
2: Totally.
1: Yeah. it, it You know, she, Harding says that her mom hit her once at the ice rink, which is just like heartbreaking. Imagine being a passerby and you're like, I'm just trying to get to the Macy's. And now this woman with a bird on her shoulder is, uh, hitting their yeah. kid. It and is. You don't know why you can't do anything about it. Yeah. It's wild though, it's because
0: especially with, um, I Tanya and Alice and doing such a good job and just like as we have started saying on the podcast since uh, Mark Rennie, like we love and support wild women. So it is this weird thing of like seeing that performance and like reading the stories and being like Lavana, you so crazy. And then like also remembering like, oh god, no, Lavana so crazy.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's it's, you know, according to Tanya, quote, she became very abusive and was drinking all day long, beating me, dragging me off the ring, hitting me with a hairbrush right in front of everybody, Um, which is just so fucked up. (laughs) There's no other way to say it. Uh, And that's going to that's going to contribute to some stuff. Uh,
2: Yes, there's There's some. (laughs) Oh, go ahead.
1: No, 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 go for it.
2: Oh sure, I you mentioned contributing to some stuff and I was like, yeah, they all have like a bit of an anger abusive streak. I like, I was reading uh, Fire and Ice or something. It's not a Game of Thrones book, it's a Tanya book. And <laughs> uh, it, it mentioned like she was at a stoplight in Oregon or something and had so much road rage at somebody that she like got out of her car and took a bat out of the trunk and was like dragging the bat on the sidewalk. Like I could get you, man, <laughs> it's like, okay uh she's pretty angry and it comes from whatever this is how her family talks to each other
1: <laughs> yeah for sure uh there's also like the fact that um she i mean again this is well this is from her uh biography authorized biography the tanya tapes where she says mm-hmm. that um she was uh trigger warning she was a victim of uh, a rape and uh her half brother apparently molested her on several occasions when she was a child, which just like adds to everything. Just adds to the to the how how much more are we gonna pile on one person as far as yeah. pain goes.
2: It's a lot. One of those incidents of uh molestation was like uh before a date with Jeff Galuli. It was either like their first or second date. It was like the police came on by and or they were get, they were gonna call the police or something, and then Jeff came and she's and it was like, oh, if the police come, I can't go on my date with Jeff. So I'm missing uh, go on my date with Jeff instead of talking uh, about my half brother who's like <laughs> always assaulting me. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, oh Anya. Yeah. I know. <laughs> it hurts. That lot. hurts. That hurts a lot. That's oh, we don't usually go dark on this show, but woof woman yeah bleak a bleak outlook for this person with such talent um so she's she's the entire time she's growing up in the most rough and tumble possible environment she's being trained by her coach diane rollinson uh and then ends up placing at the u.s figure skating championships and like working her way up and then suddenly She's winning and people are upset. Uh, You want to get into this a little bit, especially as a former figure skater?
2: Well, you can't really call me that. (laughs) Okay, as somebody who
1: uh, (laughs) as somebody who can get on skates and stand up Mm -hmm. on a rink, which I cannot, if I put on those knife shoes, (laughs) as I like to call them, I immediately fall over. (laughs) So you're ahead of me.
2: I can stand on knife shoes. Yeah. And I can do some swizzles and I got to like skating backwards. I never got to jumps. I quit before jumps and I quit before I ever had to like wear one of those skate outfits. So I feel Tanya on this skate outfit thing. Um, But yes. uh, So, skating is kind of crazy. You, you guys know this. Yeah. Like the women are supposed to look like they have their, there's no effort in what they're doing and they're supposed to be the daintiest, most beautiful looking, just like wavy little girls that are so sweet and pretty. And Tanya had like, they call, I read somewhere that they called her like thunder thighs because she was like, had strong muscles and it's like you're a fucking figure skater like you're an athlete of course she had muscly thighs
0: built like an athlete like she was built the things that she was able to do were because she was built you know it's like it just sucks that like michael phelps is built weird you know like all athletes are built weird in a way and he's built in a way way that's weird where he can win and be celebrated and like oh my god can you believe he eats all those calories and like tanya is built perfectly for what she wants to do on the ice but Mm -hmm. you know
1: yeah i mean speaking as a former swimmer michael phelps's body is like a freak of nature in that it is like perfectly constructed for swimming in yep. a way that like cannot be beat because of his arm lengths and some other stuff going on with him where I'm like, when I, when I first saw him, I was like, how were you born? I mean, it's you cheating. You have an unfair advantage. It's, and, it's you know, unfair I
0: think- and I think it's cheating. I think when people, <laughs> I think when people like with, I think anyone with a good body is cheating.
1: Okay. <laughs> just generally. Just In general, generally, yeah. If they have, if they have a decently shaped body for anything, it's like, yeah.
0: Like if you know, like, like no matter if no matter how much somebody else practices, they can't compete with you. Then you need to be removed from the competition because nobody else is allowed to is really truly able to compete. You know, like give him an honorary Olympic medal.
2: <laughs>
0: sure, and It'd then like everybody, let him, but- yeah, and then let him host something. Just my that's thought.
2: good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like a sports uh- show, like sports commentary, not like. Give him the no, host whatever show. he wants. Whatever
2: yeah. he wants to host, he can host. Yeah, dancing with the star, <laughs> which
1: Tanya was which also was on. on, which we'll get to later. Um, yeah,
0: Tanya did a yeah, a lot of multifaceted yeah. talents. I'd say,
2: yeah. Right.
1: Um, well, she so Vegas, she was great. <laughs> so figure skating is crazy. Um, not only do you, did you say that you need to sort of look wayfish and effortless, but you are doing. Amazing feats of strength.
2: Yeah. So she was like considered a power jumper, which I guess she pays off later by being the first woman in uh America to complete a triple axel in competition. Um so that's good for her. But all of that was against her body, I guess. But it's like you can't do that unless you have muscles and she would also like paint her nails weird. And they didn't like that. And she did her own hair and her makeup was (laughs) bad. According to all the judges is like too much powder around her eyes. And, but she like grew up in, you know, the trailers with Lavana. That's what she had. That's what she did.
1: Yeah. Um, for those who maybe only tune in at the winter Olympics or don't know anything about figure skating, can you run us through, uh, uh triple axles triple toe loops all that stuff
2: oh you want me to tell you what they are okay i know that uh it's the number of spins you gotta help me with this but i know that <laughs> it's like and, and uh, it's something about toe lift like uh, jumping off with your toe or your heel and if you backwards on one foot or if you can land forward um, you're gonna need to explain better all the axles and
1: things. No, you you pretty much got it. I think a triple okay. axle is when you 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 push forward, so you are skating forward into a jump versus skating backwards. I think is a saukau.
2: Oh yeah, I yes. I think
1: saukau. and a a toe loop is also about yeah the angle at which you are pushing yourself off but yeah to to the triple part is how many times you're spinning so the fact Mm -hmm. that she was able to spin for the first time three times up off the ground into the air in full rotations and then land i think you land backwards on an axle
2: yes it's hard because you don't have the momentum of lifting because you lift on a forward instead of the momentum of turning backwards and then yeah you land backwards uh yes there it
0: is. Um, The first American to complete a double axle in competition was named Dick Button. <laughs>
2: no.
0: Steve, no. You follow can't up.
2: lie. You can't lie <laughs> on the podcast.
1: We're trying to tell no. people what
2: happens. Poor Dick Button.
1: Okay. So, uh, yeah. And, and, um, not only did she become the first person to complete a triple axel, but she also was the first person to do two triple axels in one competition and the first to complete a triple axel in combination. So she went from a triple axel to a double toe loop, which is like, so bam, bam, right on top of each other, landing them perfectly. Uh, so she's breaking records. And th- and then everything starts to go to shit. <laughs> That was like the peak. What yeah. What do we think happened? Because she wasn't able to successfully complete a triple axel in competition afterwards.
2: Well, a lot happened. I mean, uh, a lot of life happened with, like, Jeff Galooley Boo and, like, her, her abuse and her marriage and then the pressure of the Skating Federation. And then she got to herself, of course. She was like, well, cause Tanya has a lot of bravado. She's like always been like, I'm the best at skating. So when you land this triple axel and you're like, I did it. I'm the first, I'm the best. You keep being like, I'm going to do it again and again and be more best. And then that just tanks you. And she like, I guess started smoking again and was like not taking care of herself. I think she wasn't with her trainer at a point. She like felt like she was big hotshot stuff. Uh, she had a, Oh, she had a fan club. I've looked for the Tanya Harding fan club sweater
0: oh, man. over the
2: internet and I cannot find one like an original vintage one. I'm ready to pay so much money for something like that, and I can't find it anywhere.
0: I was going to say you could make one, but there's just something about like making a fake Tanya Harding fan club <laughs> shirt that just seems <laughs> psychotic.
2: Yeah. Uh, maybe I'm just psychotic enough to just do that.
0: Yeah. I mean, you don't ever have to tell anyone you made it.
2: No, I don't I can make it the classic like I think they were yellow, like a mustard or bright yellow color. We won't tell. We yeah. w- okay. we'll just be like and she found know, it.
0: Tanya, if you're listening, um why do you know that pod at gmail.com put in the subject <laughs> uh sweater so we know what it's regarding.
1: Right. And then just we'll we'll pass it on to Kimmy, don't worry. Yeah, we'll pass uh, it on. Oh, you. thank you but- so
2: much. Thank you. <laughs>
1: Um yeah, let's let's get into the galulee of it all a little bit. You want to you want to fill us in on this shitbag of a man?
2: Yeah, he's a, he's a big shitbag. He like saw a pretty teen skating in a mall and was like, "You, let's go on a date." And then fast forward, they got married. That's my story of Jeff Galulee. He's like <laughs> very abusive to tanya like takes everything from her they like what do they have remind me of the terrible things i erase most galuli moments but there was like a he's drawn a gun at her and she's drawn a gun back at him and they've like thrown shit at each other they like got uh tried to get separate but she crawled back this is another thing with like skating where it was like Oh, you look better if you're in a marriage, and you look like you have a husband, and you're like this American family, and so like parts of Tanya, I guess, felt like she had to be with Jeff because a lot of her funding came from these skating federations, and it helped her look like you know someone who is representing the uh, America in the Olympics. Um, but Jeff's That's so a big old- odd to me, though, considering yeah. that, especially Olympic
1: sports. Much like the music industry, there's there's a few industries where it helps to be young and uh, teenagers and being under the age of thirty tend to work out in your favor. And at this point, it's like you're going to get married at at eighteen to go compete in the Olympic. Like, what what kind of thinking is that on the part of skating committee, et cetera?
2: That's a good point. I mean, I think the skating committee back then, I guess in the nineties, was like, oh sweet values look at her she found love young and they're working it out and she's successful and he's her husband
0: (laughs) they were (laughs) like they were like wool on 30 rock (laughs) how very wool (laughs) (laughs)
1: um yeah so he's he's terrible uh the committee seems terrible Everything else around her just seems bad. Um, yeah, because she then fired... Uh, no, she, she fired Diane, then she, got, she came back to Diane. Uh, and then we get to... She didn't get to go for the World Championship team in 93, but she was third at the 92 US Figure Skating Championships, even though she twisted her ankle during practice. And then she finishes fourth, in the Winter Olympics in ninety two. Which yeah, we get to ninety two well, we get to ninety-four soon enough, but um yeah, she she even though she won the US championship in ninety four, she gets stripped of her title because of the quote incident.
2: The incident, yes. I actually Lily Hammer. Yes, the Lily Hammer. Olympic incident there's an article in like Sports Illustrated from 92 maybe it was something like right after the rise of Tanya being great and landing the triple axel that Uh, is only praising her and it's like before the incident ever happened and there's even a paragraph talking about how like you can't blame her for how she acts because we know that she's in this abusive marriage with jeff galuli this is when she was like taking a break and wasn't with galuli and that article is so amazing to me because it's before (laughs) anything like too awful happened with the nancy kerrigan of it all and like her she got back with jeff and all that um so we're gonna find that article. It, it, it feels nice to read it, knowing what happens to her in the future,
1: right? Because it, uh, there's at this point now, there's almost as much fiction as there is fact surrounding uh, her story. And so when you go back, you're like, no, 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 we weren't crazy. She was just good, and in this thing, and then all of a sudden, the, the shit hit the
0: fan um, in Detroit. Yeah at Kobo Center.
2: Wow. Wait, Have you been the there?
0: Yeah, my brother um my brother played lots of hockey and uh so there were like um tournaments and events at Kobo Arena. Um so yeah, I had been. It was definitely like a but ha- being a part of like a hockey ice arena kind of family because of my brother around that time. It would definitely like sent a shock through just the idea of like we've been there oh my god like you know when somewhere you've been is on the local news growing up you're just like i'm famous (laughs) yes they need did i do they want to talk to me i've been there (laughs) (laughs)
2: yes
1: (laughs) (laughs) give me a response Yes, (laughs) Yes,
2: <laughs> I would love to. I'm like, tell me all about it. Have you been to the place where the man left a man shaped hole in the window? <laughs> <laughs> um. So
1: now we come to, I guess. Well, before before we get into Lilyhammer, do we feel like there's anything missing that we need to know to paint the paint a picture? prior to getting into, I believe, what a sports journalist, oh, it's a New York Times reporter, um, referred to as the most horrifying, embarrassing, and ultimate beneficial moment in the history of the sport.
2: Oh, wow. Okay. I know. A little hyperbolic, but... I have something to add. Because I think before we get into the incident, it's important to know that Nancy Kerrigan also grew up pretty poor in a regular, like tanya family not abusive not an abusive family but uh she was just as poor but she looked like she was a rich figure skater so she got a lot more leeway there and a lot more sponsorships and then they they like and she had a nice like Mom, dad, family, so they could do things like milk ads, where it was like pictures of the Kerrigans all sitting at their dinner table holding milk. Look how wholesome and great they are. Oh, so there's like, a
0: Campbell soup. There's a Nancy Kerrigan Campbell soup ad that I v- so vividly remember. Right, I feel well, like she there's could fog. Be that in. Yeah. She yeah. Could you're be not going to buy soup from Tanya. Like,
2: yeah.
0: But Tanya she... Campbell's isn't going to ask Tanya to sell no soup.
2: Right. But I'm saying Nancy's like if, if we're here to compare these women on their like attitudes and their uh, class, they're from the same like poor class. And uh, Nancy wasn't the nicest. Like she also had a bit of an attitude and she I think she's married to her manager. So there's some oh. like power dynamic stuff going on for her love mm-hmm. life as well just so, want to set Nancy up before we get into
1: this. I don't think I knew that stuff about her. I think I knew, I mean, I knew that she obviously had a better home life and all of that, but I don't think I realized that she grew up in sort of the same socioeconomic stratus and uh, was less of a victim of her circumstances, but still just because her parents, you know, weren't abusive. <laughs> like it's such a, it's such a yeah. uh, two sides of the same coin, which I don't think I realized.
2: Yes, it is, but she you wouldn't know because she got the Vera Wang outfits and the sponsorships and her nails were nice and she was like cute and wavy like you wanted her to be.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. So we come to the nineteen ninety-four Winter Olympic Games in Norway. Uh Lily Hammer is a place, it's not just a a vehicle for the guy from the East Street band on Netflix who was in. Sopranos. Who am I thinking of? What's his name? Anyway, point is uh, nobody knows this. Lily haver, Do you remember these posters, Steve? Yes, Lily the
0: Netflix okay. series? Yeah. Thank
1: you. Yes. Um, okay, so <laughs> 1994 Winter Olympic Games in Norway. Um, they, it's weird because they had also competed in the 1992 Games, which, all, uh, which always messes with me. Kerrigan took home bronze. Harding didn't place. <sighs> so we get there and it turns out that well, Kimmy, do you want to fill us in on that fateful event?
2: Did we Oh in ninety four is also when the the laces incident happens? Or no? Did we skip Laces? Ooh,
1: Ooh. did we skip Laces? Laces
0: was know. after Laces was after, after. the attack.
2: Okay, well, there, let's get into the attack then. So, Nancy is at her practice time, and she does her little skate practice, and then is walking away, and uh, you hear, like, scream. People, whatever, reporters have described this scream as, like, different hyperbolic ways. But you hear a scream. Turns out someone has uh, hit her on the back of the knee with an object and run out of the practice rink and left a man-shaped hole in a window. Uh, And Nancy's there on the floor, understandably, wailing because I'm sure it hurts and I'm sure, like, your mind is thinking, I need my knees for skating. I am at the Olympics. This is the worst thing that could happen. A lot of people think that uh, because this story has evolved into fiction, they're like, oh, it was Tanya. It's like with Clue. They're like, it was Tanya with a bat in the rink and she did it and it's like no it was removed um i guess we'll talk about the controversy of how far removed tanya might be from this incident but that's what happens to nancy kerrigan and she is hit and hurt
1: yes uh and Galuli, her husband on again off again tells the fbi that planning for the attack included discussions of killing nancy and then it was, well, what if we cut off her Achilles tendon and then it was, okay fine let's let's break her leg,
2: yeah, uh, so Galuli's pretty involved in this plan, and I guess Tanya talks and says like where Nancy will be at." practicing allegedly that's like there's a note someone found in a trash can or for like writing down her practice time so they're like oh tanya is involved she knows a lot more but i also read in a book that after the attack had happened all the women who were staying in this same hotel to be at the olympics and had practice times around there were all like on guard like who's out here attacking figure skaters and uh there was on in tanya's floor wherever she's staying in a hotel there was like a dark figure that walked by and she uh according to this book remembers calling jeff and being like jeff i'm scared i don't know what's going on there's like somebody out here attacking figure skating women so yeah take that what you will from this one book i read
1: (laughs) yeah i i mean now now's as good a time to check in at steve what do we think what do we think? Do we think that she was more involved, less involved?
0: I think that she was not that involved, um, but because of the company she kind of was married to and the company he kept were as um the headline of an associated press article called them a feckless bunch i think she just got roped into it Uh, i think i think she got pulled into it because in a way you are the company you keep in that sort of way but i don't think like you know no i don't i don't think she had a lot to do with it i think that a bunch of idiot boys around her just
2: yeah fucked up yeah yeah I think yeah, it's easy to also imagine her in that situation because of the way she's been painted before, where you're like, "Of course, this trailer park woman did this crazy thing."
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and it's it's interesting because Nancy Kerrigan had been going through her own struggles. They just weren't as widely picked apart as Tanya Harding's. Like she's she apparently saw a sports psychologist to stay poised because she cried out, "I just want to die." when she came in fifth place at the world games Um, and she, she, they weren't friends, but they were competing against each other for years. Cause like you go into any industry and you do it at a specific, highly competitive level, you're going to run into the same people over and over again. And there's going to be the people that are on their way out and the people that are coming up. And of course she and Nancy would have like skated against each other and known each other. Um, but even Kerrigan was, like, at least initially doubted it and said, like, we're competitors, but we were friendly. Like, they weren't, they weren't uh, attacking each other. It was, like, professional acquaintances, you know, hi, how's it going? Oh, good job. You too? That kind of thing. Yeah. So I think that this guy, Shane Stant, who hit her on the leg, uh, that was a thing that her shitbag husband clearly came up with. That said, I am. I wonder if Gluey at some point did say something like, I'm going to do this. And she went, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Oh, yeah. I think something like that absolutely happened because that sounds like something that would happen in that house where he's like, yeah. I'm going to do this crazy thing. <laughs> yeah, 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 Jeff. Sure you are. I have to
0: go skate. Bye. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you go. You go hit her. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but even like. It was just, everything was done so poorly and stupidly that I just have to imagine if Nancy, I'm sorry, if Tanya did orchestrate it, like, she'd probably think of things like, make sure that the doors that you want to use aren't chained shut so you don't have to butt your way through a plexiglass window, or if you want to take someone out, don't hit them in the same, like don't hit them in the way that they're like, you kind of like, if you hit them from the back of the knee, that's not the way, I don't know. That's just not how you would. Yeah. That's how a dummy, I'm not, I don't want to say like he did it wrong. Like, like I'm judging (laughs) that this, that he didn't hurt her bad enough, but like, it's just, it seems so stupid to, if you want to take someone's leg out to hit them in the way that's like, no, you're just going to make her like buckle. Well,
2: yeah, it's it. Tony would also, why would you do, you wouldn't do something like this skating's her whole life. I'm putting a lot of my own perspective of my love for her on this, but I'm like, skating is the thing that was her thing. The only thing that ever made her special A person who was like kicked in the dirt all their life has this one thing skating. You're not going to blow it up with this like terribly planned attack on another skater during the Olympics and also, uh, she is like, I'm the best, I'm the best and would want to like tangibly win something and be the best now like cheat and be best. This is what I think.
1: Yeah, it's tough because when you are in when you do sports and you are actively trying to go for like, I'm trying to beat this time, I'm trying to win this thing, I'm trying to do whatever it's. Most of the time, at least, I, I feel I fully believe people are trying to do it on their own merit. I do think that there's definitely people out there that get swept up in it and they're like, this is the only way that it's going to happen. And this is how you get, you know, steroid use and etc. Mm. etc. Et other other sports scandals. But at the same time, I go, mm, I don't know that she would have had the foresight because she yeah I don't think
0: she she was an emotional like now based on the no books I've read about Tanya Harding like (laughs) I just feel she was a much more emotional kind of reactor like if I I could see something like that happening if like like if provoked or if there was some sort of confrontation that like she did it out of anger in that way but I, I can't I can't imagine that she would orchestrate a plot to carry out you know
1: right and so once uh this uh what's his face shane hits her uh after taking this 20-hour bus ride to detroit to go get her uh they both end up making the olympic team anyway so harding goes in for a bunch of questioning with the da and the fbi interviewed forever and uh you know The the, the full FBI transcript basically is that Harding's changed her story well into a long interview. So she was first denying it. And then the FBI was like, we know, you know, they they pulled that cop thing of like we know yeah. we know what the real truth is. Right. Uh, false
0: confessions. Yeah. And we've now with the benefit of like all of these documentaries and like true crime stuff and knowing like how common and easy a false confession is and yeah. how you can like plant that fear into someone's brain of like, you know, oh god, if I don't if I don't go with this now, things could be really terrible. Like
2: Yeah. That would absolutely get her to say something. Well, she probably, she was like, I knew this was going to happen, but I didn't know it was real. And then Yeah,
0: it's kind of hard because it's probably like, yeah, he kept saying he was going to take her <laughs> out. And they're like, yeah. and you didn't do anything? And she's like. like
2: it's just Jeff. That's yeah, just, it's Jeff. just
0: Jeff.
2: <laughs> That's his thing. <laughs> oh, man. The thing about the uh, the attack on Nancy Kerrigan was like, yeah, she, she had like a bone bruise or something, but. She was like walking around the hotel the next day. She was like limping around, but she could fully like no bones broke. That's another thing people think happened was like her bone shattered. It's like, man, she had a.
0: Yeah. Cause he hit her in the wrong direction. And again, I, I feel like I'm saying this in a way where like, like no matter which way he hit her was wrong and shouldn't have happened, but like also just not the angle. Like, Not the angle to hit somebody if you want to really take out their leg. And I have to believe. You can
2: redo the incident however you want to do it (laughs) for the next Winter (laughs) Olympics.
0: (laughs) I just feel like if Tanya had if Tanya really did this, I think I think she would have taken out Nancy Kerrigan. Not like I think that Nancy Kerrigan's leg would have been too injured. I think like Like, you think think
1: it would have been so damaging just because of what we know about Tanya. And she would have just been like, no, we're not taking any chances with it.
0: Yeah, I think like I'm going to give Tanya the benefit of the doubt that if she did orchestrate this, she would have seen to it that the plan succeeded in any (laughs) way.
1: Okay. Right. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I I'm i just saying she I think that Tanya is too smart to have been in charge of the disaster that happened.
2: Well, that's kind of nice of you. I don't think she's like that smart to do. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, I might be so- thinking <laughs> of the
0: Margot Robbie iteration
2: you're just thinking of just margot robbie yeah that's margot true robbie could oh done. margot robbie would take somebody out
1: no problem
0: <laughs> yeah
2: absolutely
1: that's her
0: that, that birds of prey around. training i'm sure she's just <laughs> yes. destroying people
1: um so there's this there's a ton of news media coverage about this it becomes this giant publicity event just people camped out at her house and it's like only a few weeks away for the olympics and then like uh February 1st, so a few weeks after Galuli get, they get a plea bargain going and everybody else who is like involved in driving the getaway car and um, all the other, all the other guys, Stant and, and, um, uh, the other two goons <laughs> in The goons, call
2: them the goons. They're goons. The goons,
1: because who, who cares? Uh, who cares? Not me. Uh, uh, those guys all, you know, are, are locked up or they get sentenced etc and then it's like okay so now we're going to norway and the news is attending practices which is like that's rough when you're trying to do your best to practice and you have all this coverage just yeah. as you're as you're tr- before you're about to like go do this thing so then by the time they get to norway this giant tabloid event is happening and like Kerrigan wears the same skating costume at a practice session that she was wearing when she was attacked and she says it was a deliberate choice.
2: Of course it was. Of course. Oh, you mean Vera Wang outfit milk drinking family Nancy is unaware of perceptions? No, she did it on purpose. And it's like for that, I'm like, good for you, Nancy. Um, But was she fueling this fire? Yeah, but you know, that was the most news probably figure skating had ever had at the Olympics. It was like, right. I think, yeah, Hammer was annoyed. That's why, spoiler alert, neither of the Americans won. Like, Nancy didn't win, I think, because Hammer's like, this is annoying. Or America, you need, to, y- you beefed it, and like, we're not going to reward this. So 10-year-old Oksana Bayul can have a gold medal. <laughs>
1: Yeah, this Ukrainian that nobody around the world was thinking about. Well, I mean, they were. I don't know. Sorry. Sorry to to Miss Oksana. I don't mean to insult your career. I just mean that given the media circus that was surrounding the the Harding versus Kerrigan war that they were building up, uh, the fact that neither of them uh, placed for gold is kind of crazy to me. Yeah. and mm-hmm. shows just how uh, we like to think that Sports is a meritocracy, but is it? Certainly not this version where you have judges.
0: Yeah. Nadia, I have lived in this world for too long to think anything is a meritocracy anymore.
2: <laughs> Good for you, Steve. Yeah. There's no such thing. A lie.
0: Except no, for maybe except for maybe dancing with the stars because Tanya Harding did um her season, she came in third place. Nancy Kerrigan came in sixth on her season. So, True. maybe maybe in that situation there's a meritocracy. <laughs> but nowhere else. Nowhere outside of Dancing with the Stars. Yeah. That's because America <laughs> votes. Oh, wait, that doesn't always lead you. That doesn't mean anything either. Oh, well, boy. <laughs> turn this around, Nancy Kerrigan, Tanya Harding. Okay. okay,
2: well, turn it around because I think we could get to the shoelace incident. Yes,
0: shoelace uh, gate.
2: So so they take the ice,
1: everybody skates, then her shoelace breaks at the Olympics.
2: Or, yes, that's what she says and I believe her, that she's been having shoelace issues since practice. Have you guys seen the live clip of this moment?
0: It is I mean, hard to watch.
2: It's so hard to watch because they have a timer counting down because once they say your name, you have a certain amount of minutes before you have to report to the ice or else you're disqualified. And you're just like, it's cuts between empty ice and a timer ticking down. And then backstage to like, Tanya being like, oh, I just can't tie it. I can't go out there. And like actually whining. It's an adult woman whining who has had a rough time coming up to this moment. And it's so watch. Also for this routine, she's going to be skating to the Jurassic Park soundtrack. (laughs) That's important to
0: know. <laughs> yes. My friend walked down the aisle to uh to the <laughs> Jurassic Park song. Oh, I love that. So, so um I, I Oh, wait a minute, my friend is Tanya Harding. Oh,
2: oh my god. Ah,
0: that is so weird. I got this far into the conversation and just put the two together. Um that's great, the Jurassic Park song. Um, I know. Yeah. Schindler's List is a very popular music to have in figure skating too, for some reason. Just a, I didn't know that. Yeah, just a heads up. They use Schindler's List music a lot in figure skating.
2: Mm, hmm It's a little upsetting. Yeah.
1: <laughs> That's a smidge. Um. Yeah. So Oksana takes the gold. Kerrigan is pissed. Uh uh, apparently she said, oh, come on. So she's going to get out here and cry again. What's the difference? Not knowing that cameras are rolling.
2: <laughs> yeah, but she was like that. I'm telling you, she had attitude too.
1: Yeah. And and that was not in reference to Harding. That was in reference to the, to Oksana.
2: Oh yeah. Uh, she's like, oh, boo, you're overwhelmed. You won gold. Just uh, suck it up and go get your medal. That's <laughs> so rude. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: So Harding comes in eighth at the Olympics it's it's very disappointing. She, like, I think... How do you guys feel? Because I feel like she is just completely psyched out. I think that the media psyched her out. I think she psyched herself out.
0: Oh, yeah. She went in doomed.
2: Absolutely. There's no place of
1: abuse and just, like, immediately her brain is just like, you're not good enough and did all that stuff to her so that by the time she... Got on the ice that night. there was no way psychologically that she could be prepared to do
0: a good job.
1: And then she has uh, her messed up lace, which come yeah. On.
0: And I I mean, that is, I can relate so hard to like something shitty happening, like as like the coda to a bunch of other shitty things happening and just being like, of fucking. Of course of course i'm here now i thought maybe i made it through and the lace gives out like that just i can relate so hard to like of course it would happen to me
2: it's also not great because uh, apparently judges and other people in the Skating Federation all- thought that she was always full of excuses and a little bit full of shit, like little like, oh, I have an answer for everything that went wrong. So this lace thing, when she presents it to the judges, I mean, I'm sure some of them were like, oh, brother, this girl with her media problem, and now her lace. Okay, you can have time to do it over, whatever. <laughs> it's like, I like, don't need that energy.
0: Also, like, this never should have happened because chill out Olympics. Like, oh, yes. you, like, you need a certain amount of time. Like, how about, sorry, my lace broke, tying real quick, just tying my lace real quick, give me one second. And the Olympics just being like, having some chill about that. I think that could have avoided the whole thing
1: hmm yeah for sure um the thing that like really gets to me is that after all of that you know uh and galuli has been sentenced and she's she's gone off to skate that's when she has to plead guilty con- to conspiracy <laughs> conspiring to hinder the prosecution of galuli and the others and then ends up with probation community service giant fine but she is banned from skating in any professional or amateur USFSA event forever, which is just like the death knell of it all.
2: Just breaks my heart. Yeah, just breaks my heart. Yeah, just a product of everything that ever happened to her. And then you take the one thing that she's good at and loves away, and then what you're, what are you left with? You know,
0: one of there America's this- worst cooks. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Come on, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> third no,
1: she won. Um third and yeah, she's a, she's
0: a better worst cook than Taryn Manning.
1: Tana Mary walked out. She couldn't handle the pressure. The pressure cooker. I've made Steve angry. Good job. Uh yeah, so there's Good this job, reporter. Nadia. Thank you. So there's this reporter Ann Schatz who uh was like the first one to do a sit down interview with Harding right after the incident and was The one who was like, I have this weird anonymously signed letter that implicates you. Um, And then Harding comes to the interview and chances said, like, it was clear Harding and Jeff had rehearsed what they would and wouldn't talk about before sitting down. And I remember him standing over my shoulder glaring at her with the never seen on him before. Um, And of course, Harding is like, "Uh, I had nothing to do with it, but It does beg the question, like, how much do we think that she just sort of ended up going for the plea deal because of the evidence mounted against her or because she either felt some guilt towards Jeff or had some other messed up thing in her brain where she's like, yeah, I got to I got to just take this deal and deal with the consequences of this because Jeff screwed up. You know what I mean? Like a stand by your man sort of situation.
2: Ugh, I think you're just, like, left with no options there to stand by your dumb man who ruined everything for you, you know? It was, yeah. like, yeah, probably some sort of a deal that she took. Probably scared her and did, like, you could go to jail or something worse if you don't just say this, and then we'll give you this sort of a probation. Um, yeah, it's all just really sad because, yeah, she's a product of whatever happened to her, but also she never apologized. That's the thing she messed up on was never took responsibility <laughs> For any portion of anything, and there's the duality that we talked about there mm-hmm. in the beginning. <laughs> yeah, not going to apologize, but it like didn't go well for her pasts, not being able to skate. Like, it had, Tani's done a bunch of random stuff. Like you mentioned, boxing. She went into doing some boxing. She also had like a, a was in a band for a hot second. They had a they they're called the Golden Blades, and uh, sure did. Yeah, they did a show and that were like booed off stage. No, rude. I think it was a show like at a fundraiser too. So what? They, like, the hell? To do... <laughs> yeah, and they were booed off stage and like water bottles were thrown, trash was thrown at the stage, and like Tanya, bless her, picks up one of the trash water bottles and like pretends singing like that's a microphone. You know, uh, party must go on. Golden Blades didn't last. Um, she like saved somebody's life. Once, like someone who was choking, uh, like an old woman at a video poker bar was choking and she like performed a Heimlich and helped save her life or something. Oh, my God.
0: She should. Has she done a TED Talk? I just feel like because I'm well, no, just like I'm a big fan of like everything Monica Lewinsky has been saying about like. Cyberbullying and being very open about what she went through and how she was treated. And I feel like Tanya Harding could really benefit from like a Ted talk. I don't know. Maybe she's
2: uninterested. I think she's totally (laughs) uninterested. Like there's, I read an article. That's
0: that's cool too.
2: (laughs) Yeah. I think somebody was like, Hey, we're going to dig up your story and talk about how like it was unfair because you were a woman and all this reporting was like sexist and blah, blah. And she's like, I don't care. I don't care. It's over. It happened to me. And that's what they did to me. And they need to live with that. And I'm not going to come back and talk about it. I don't need to do that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they need to live with that. Yeah. Every- <laughs>
2: <laughs> she that's knows, she sure. knows she will be vindicated. So it's like, yeah. why bother?
1: For- why bother forcing a vindication herself? It is interesting that she has never apologized, which, uh, you know, yeah. I feel like one of the key things a person needs to do is take accountability for their actions. Uh, and even if she didn't, actually have any involvement I do feel like she could just say like I'm sorry that you know any of us all ever got wrapped up in this there's some way there's a way to do if, it that's not the best apology though but
0: I'm sorry if anyone felt hurt
2: <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a tiny apology to me <laughs> um, she ends
1: up working as a painter a deck builder she worked at a metal fabrication company she's just like doing every odd job possible uh, her asthma is, I think, what cut off her um, boxing, which we didn't even get into. But, like, she she grew up having asthma, and that's, like, that's that's tough. It's tough to do sports when you can't breathe too good.
0: I do think that um, talking about how, like, oh, she's she got into boxing, she was on a cooking show, she saved someone's life, I feel that is, like, that, the Levana, like hard wiring into her like a work ethic like always be busy always be doing something I think like that had to have uh, I I feel like that's kind of probably carried her a while of just all right focus okay um no more skating what can I do like I've got to do something
2: yeah Um, she worked at a Sears like selling appliances and people would come up and like want to ask for um like a man to help them with their appliance search. And she'd be like, no, I got it. I'm going to do it.
0: Good I know as much
2: as that guy knows. Dude. Yeah. But there's like a lot of good for her. And then there's also like, I think she did a, uh celebrity sex tape with Jeff Galooly. Like, yeah. For penthouse. Yeah. I I for like $200,000 or something. Like after they were. She set
0: before. a land speed racing record.
2: <laughs> yes. Drag racing. Mm-hmm. See,
0: it's like, you know,
2: don't in let me skate. I'll car, th- it'll right? come out.
0: Yeah. In a, um, a 1931 Ford model <laughs> a. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. Nicknamed
0: lickety split.
2: <laughs> oh boy. But
1: then she also attacked a boyfriend in 2000 and repeatedly punched him in the face and threw a hubcap at his head. So then it's like,
2: ah, that's just some Tanya. That's just what you get, man. He's an American <laughs> hero. You put that all together. And that's the person that comes out of the machine. Do you have, uh, Kimia, like a favorite?
1: I mean, obviously, I, Tanya is um, probably th- the biggest go-to, which obviously, uh, maybe, you know, for, for comedic slash cinematic purposes, exp- uh, exaggerates some of the aspects of her life. But do you have, like, a favorite moment in media about her? Or do you feel like there's, oh. a, there's a moment where somebody actually did referred to her as well cuz i feel like it she just sort of became this punchline.
0: Yeah. So
1: there's a, there's a ton of stuff where she like it's not particularly favorable to her but
2: No, i'm mad at all the punchlines. I'm mad at all the exaggerated facts every time they appear on media I'm like oh brother roll my eyes. A thing i like is that um Sports Illustrated article that I maybe will never be able to find again that was written before the incident and everything happened, like right after the height of her triple axel. Another thing I love is if you have not seen the shoelace video, everyone's got to watch the 1994 Lilyhammer Olympics, Tanya's skating shoelace incident. It's just like, you got to feel the silence of those moments that she's not on the ice. I love that. Love those things.
1: Yeah. Uh it there is a a uh, where where did it go hold on um uh this woman sarah marshall academic who wrote this oh essay. i forgot her oh boy. okay now i'm mad all right we're even now um <laughs> i think it was for believer mag which is uh, There's this article called Remote Control, Tanya Hardy, Nancy Kerrigan, and the Spectacles of Female Power and Pain. And it was basically the fact that uh, in the aftermath of the scandal, uh, the Tanya incident was able to alchemize even the most chilling details of Tanya's life into tabloid gold. And the fact that like, Nancy Kerrigan gets to be beautiful without being sexual, strong without being intimidating, and vulnerable without being weak. Yes. And the fact that Harding could not conform to those and was rejected by uh, the figure skating community because she did not conform is basically part of how and why she ended up in this situation.
2: Absolutely. What a bummer. (laughs) (laughs) What a bummer. What a bummer. Um, (laughs) Are there other figure
1: skaters at this point that you follow or are there like other moments that you've seen where you're like,
2: damn. Damn. Oh, nothing I got very obsessed with. There is... Oh, who's this? um, Oh, I don't know their name. It's like maybe a French skater who does backflips on the ice. And it's like not out in competition at all. But she did it once in competition. Was immediately disqualified. But it is like... That is the coolest thing I've ever seen. Um, Oh, it's uh, Surya Benali. That's who Mm. I'm thinking of. Mm, Okay. Yes, uh, she can do backflips, and she's another like power jumper, and won't fit in, won't ever win a gold or nothing like that. But she does backflips on the ice, and I think that's tight.
1: Uh, there is a South Korean figure skater named Kim Yuna who uh, I think it was the Vancouver Olympics did like this flawless routine that uh, you could like hear the commentators say quieter and quieter and quieter until it's like right about to wrap, and then they're just like stunned. And it's, it was one of, like, you know, the highest scoring, I think. Not just like that. It like, smash records at the Olympics was, like, they've all many times. So, like, we I think we tend to kind of traditionally think of, like, 9, 10, 9 as, like, general judge scoring, even though mm-hmm. that is not how Harding was scored and that's not how they're scored now. It's, like, based on technicality points and I don't know. They they, they always tell me at the beginning of the Olympics and I go, got it. And then I completely forget. Um, <laughs> but that routine is, is worth a YouTube it is amazing Ooh, okay. to watch absolutely it's just like a flawless we'll watch. flawless routine um steve are you much into figure skating at all like when no. it comes around or are you just like nah
0: um no like i don't really care about anything in the olympics to be honest
1: um if you met tanya what would you tell her kimia
2: oh well i would tell her she's an american hero i would tell her she hasn't apologized and to me she doesn't need to at this point
0: yeah (laughs) it's too late to apologize in fact in 2018 a new york times headline said tanya Harding would like her apology now and that's pretty that's badass there's nothing that's what i would do if there's if there's one thing better than not apologizing it's not apologizing and waiting for yours
2: I would give her the apology that she deserves. That's something that I would love to do. Be like, "Hey, I'm sorry, we did this to you." Uh, that's one of the things I'd say.
1: <laughs> would you like to buy her 1997 Dodge truck? Because uh, early this summer of 2020, she was selling some of her personal property online. No sweatshirts. Uh, no sweatshirts. Just so far, including the Dodge truck uh, for ten. Yeah, I don't grand. want the truck.
2: Ooh, that's low. I feel like it is.
1: I mean, it is a 97, so I'm sure it's racked up some mileage.
2: Yeah. I feel like also early on, this is going back, but she sold her life rights a, a very early on for not a lot of money. Mm. Mm. Yeah. That's the bad. Don't,
1: don't do that, kids. Keep yeah. the life yeah. rights. <laughs> Ooh, actually, no. It only had fewer than 5,000 miles on it. So why only 10 grand?
2: Look, you
1: just do what you got to do. I know. (laughs) Hard times. Hard times, Um, y'all.
0: I want to share my favorite uh, Tanya Harding quote. This is from the New York Times in January 2018. You might have a nice butt, but I want to see the eyes.
2: She's a romantic.
0: Yeah, she's t- well, say? because she's not, she's officially, like, she goes by Tanya Price now, which I think also probably changing your name kind of, like, psychologically, like, probably helps, like, kind of distance or, or compartmentalize that. But she met her husband, Joe Price, a heating and air conditioning mm-hmm. worker on the yes. karaoke stage. He was seeing great balls of fire, and that is where I want Tanya Harding to find her love.
1: Um, <laughs> any last words that you would like to share from the bottom of your heart kimia about tanya
2: i don't know i think the way i've been speaking and the things i've shared already like i've said it all she's (laughs) she's my sweetheart kimia bapornia thank you so much for coming on why do you know that Thank you for having me and for talking Tanya with me. Of course,
1: anytime. Uh, American hero, truly. The Brittany of the ice. Uh, there it we, is. There it is. So we came back around. Uh, is there anything that you would like to plug at
2: this time? Uh, you know, no, it's all up in the air there. But if you want to follow me, you can follow me on Instagram at childclown. She'll get that sweatshirt and she'll
1: wear it and she'll post it and you'll be able to see it there. Absolutely. I will
0: absolutely like... Anytime I want you to know, Kimia, anytime I go to a thrift store from here on out, I will check for Tanya Harding fan club shirts.
2: Thank you so much. I can't
0: imagine I'd find one. But if you don't look, you never will. You
2: know,
1: that's right. Yeah. Where's what? Wise
0: words to live by. I need a figure skater to train. Hey,
1: everybody. Thanks for listening. If you like what you heard, tell everyone, you know, every way you know how. Remember to subscribe, rate, and review, and be sure to go back and listen to our older episodes if you missed them. We talked about some weird stuff. And be sure to follow us on Instagram at WhyDoYouKnowThatPod or on Twitter at WhyDoYouKnowPod. They're different. And if you've got questions, comments, concerns, whatever, be sure to email us at WhyDoYouKnowThatPod at gmail.com. Let's do this again sometime.